Hey y'all, I'm Mary Payne Gilbert, and this is my podcast, Pain in the Pod. Today I have some fun guests. It's Melissa and Mandy of the podcast Moms and Murder. Melissa and Mandy are two friends who share a love of all things true crime, and they put out a weekly podcast where they usually discuss one true crime story per week in a way only two girlfriends can by laughing and occasionally interjecting stories about their own lives. Hey, Melissa and Mandy. Hi, Mary Payne. Hi, Mary Payne. Okay, so for clarification's sake for my listeners, tell my listeners which one of you is which. I'm Melissa. Okay. <laughs> and I'm Mandy. <laughs> okay. You guys do sound a lot alike. Do you get that? A lot. No. <laughs> oh, no, we, we hear that a lot. Yes, that's um, what I meant. But I do. Yeah. <laughs> but if there's like a negative review about me, I just assume they mean Mandy. And if it's positive... <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> okay. Now, where are you guys? You guys are in Florida, but where are you located exactly? We are in the Orlando area. Okay. Both of you. Mm-hmm. And how did this friendship come about? So we actually met each other in like a mom's playgroup uh, when our youngest we both have um, two kids. So when our youngest were babies, we were just looking for something to do. And we both joined the same meetup group. And really, the rest is history. That's boring okay. history. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, my mom said to me one time, I was telling her about my friend Ingrid, who I now call my momager. I say she's like um, Chris Jenner and I'm Kim K. <laughs> and um I always said, I was like, oh, I met this girl, you know, she's younger than me, but our kids are like literally the exact same age. So we'll, you know, from this point forward at age two, we'll be going all the way through together. And she said, some of your best friends in life you'll meet when your kids are little, like in preschool. And, you know, I was like, I don't think so. But my mother, (laughs) my mom was right, guys. (laughs) Oh, I believe that. Because it's like a shared, it's a shared um, happiness and trauma all at the same time. Lots of trauma. (laughs) <laughs> in the trenches. <laughs> so, so what made the two of you decide to start a true crime podcast and call it Moms and Murder? So, I don't know. I was I listened to a lot of podcasts, and um, I just the name Moms and Murder came into my head for no real reason. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast, and I need another mom. And so I went to my friend who will go along with almost anything, and that would be Mandy. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> Mandy, do you know what a podcast is? And she said, No, no, you just hadn't listened to podcasts, right? I knew what it was. Yeah. I just didn't listen to podcasts at the time. She didn't listen. Yeah. So then once she got on board with listening to them, she agreed. Well, you agreed right away, really. And then you started listening to podcasts. And then we went in with both feet, no idea what we were doing. And um, and we've been going ever since. Um, do you ever record together in the same room or are you usually at your res- respective houses? We used to do it together all the time. And, um, but it was just so much with our kids and like our kids and husbands would have to leave the house. (laughs) Yeah. So it was like scheduling time every week around like Florida rainstorms and stuff to, um, do that. So now we just do it remotely and we do it through Skype so we can see each other, which helps us out a lot, like being able to read each other. And, um, yeah, so we don't really do it that way anymore. That's funny. You do that through Skype. I do a podcast every week um, with a girl named Erin Martin. Her podcast is called Pink Shade with Erin Martin. And we do um, funny recaps once a week on her podcast. And so we do it through Skype. And we're recording this in a different way. But I uh, 
whenever like you click the thing, like to do your settings, to pick your microphone. And then that picture pops up really quick where the camera's facing you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we've been doing this for months, but every time it just scares the crap out of me. Cause I'm like, Oh no, because I, I hope that she can't see me because of what I, because <laughs> usually what I look like, I'm like in my pajamas with my hair sticking every direction, you know, glasses on the whole thing. So right. I, I think that that takes a really good friend to be able to look at each other <laughs> while you're talking. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Me and Melissa passed that point of caring um, a long time ago about how we look for each other. (laughs) Not dressing up for you. Um, Now, have you been surprised by the the popularity and the growth in your podcast? I mean, it's been great. You guys have been doing it um, a few years now, right? Yeah. So we actually haven't hit two years yet. It'll be two years in July of this year. So I don't know how many months that is, 19 or 20 or something. I don't do math. But um, so, yeah, it hasn't really been that long. But I would say we've definitely been really, really surprised with the success of the show. And we continue to be amazed by it all the time. It's it's really something that the two of us with, you know, no background in any of this um, can just do a podcast. I don't know. Melissa had a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I like to hear. (laughs) Yeah. You take all the praise. That's that's absolutely. Uh, yes, no, I love it. <laughs> now, how old are your kids now? My daughter is ten, and my son is five. And my oldest is nine, and my little one just turned six. Oh my goodness! Oh, you guys are getting close to to where I am. I've got thirteen and sixteen, and it's a mm. um, it's a whole new world. It's funny. My son said tonight he was asking me about what I was doing tonight. And I said, Oh, I'm doing this podcast. I said, but I believe that, that these moms, their kids are younger. And he said, I don't know uh, what's harder to have little kids or, or, or teenagers. I said, you know, all stages have their, their joys, <laughs> their joys and their challenges. He couldn't understand. There's a two-year-old that lives right behind us. And he kept getting in trouble because he kept spraying his parents with the hose. And then the, <laughs> the parents would take the hose away. And right when he would get it back, he'd spray his parents with the hose again. And my son said, you know, two-year-olds just aren't that um, bright. And I, <laughs> and I said, dude, he's two. He's spraying his parents. He's getting attention. They're probably talking to each other. And the minute they get sprayed, then they turn their attention. It's like, that's how it works. It's just like you, you know, poking your sister. I was like, same problems, just different ages. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, you guys are in that's in a, you're in a good stage though. You're in the what I call the um, don't have to get in the pool stage anymore. Yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely. That, that resonates with me quite a bit, actually. <laughs> Once you no longer have to get in the pool, it's like smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. How do you manage the amount of work that a weekly podcast takes, in addition to having these younger kids? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> I think both of our houses are pretty chaotic at all times. <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, do you how, how do you how do you do the workload? Like you'll say, Melissa, it's your week to do it, and you type it up, and then hand me half of it, and we'll go back and forth. Or do each of you take a case week by week? Or you how how far out do you do it? I'm just wondering what your process is. So Mandy is the writer. I tried to write, I think I've written one or two and they all sound like telenovelas and (laughs) (laughs) my tone is very crazy. So she is the writer. She does an amazing job with that. And um, I do all the editing and some of the more clerical stuff you don't really see behind the scenes. And that's kind of our thing. That's what we've done really since the beginning. 
I think I would like to hear one of those that sounded like a telenovela. That sounds pretty fun. <laughs> it, it, it's like even recording, Mandy's like, oh, Melissa, I can't say this. <laughs> it was like they were kissing passionately, you know, or. I think I used the word lover and I was mad at myself. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's, <laughs> I hate that word too. Yeah. That's, mm. ooh, that's like, well, I won't say another word I hate because that's, then we'll all talk about words we hate for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Do your kids even know what a podcast is? They do. They, they yeah. <laughs> they like to also pretend like they have a podcast. And so they go in these spells every now and then where they will like get somebody's cell phone or something and they will record themselves um kind of doing their own little podcast. They've had many different podcasts, many different names and um, Critter Corner. Yeah, they had they did the Critter Corner. <laughs> yeah. So they they are very cute. They do know what a podcast is. Um Hopefully they'll just it'll just become a lifestyle for them like it is for everybody else. <laughs> okay, that's really cute. Critter corner. And yeah. Then, and then they pretend like they're doing it. To be honest, they stole that from varmints. And if varmints wanted to sue them, they could and they would yeah. have a very good <laughs> case. But they all love varmints and uh the varmints podcast. And so that's what they did for a while. They would like pick an animal and they would talk about it and play music. It's super, super cute. Okay. Is Varmint's a podcast for children? Because I don't know. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. It's, well, it's family. It's family. Anybody can really listen to it. Yeah. You don't have to be under age six. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was um, on the cover of Washingtonian, I live in the DC area. And so on the cover of Washingtonian magazine this month, it was something about billionaires. And that's what I was looking at. To, like, I'm sure there's a story about like Jeff Bezos or something, mm -hmm. but there was another thing like this podcast or something. So I flipped to it to see what it was. And it was a children's podcaster that lives in this area. And of course, now I'm telling you the story, realizing I have no idea what this woman's name is, but it didn't even like occur to me, even though this is what I do, it didn't occur to me that there would be like lots of podcasts specifically geared towards children just because my kids are, you know, teens and they can't be bothered. So I think that, <laughs> that's, that's pretty fun because they could get in the car and it's almost like a audiobook or something fun they could listen to. Yeah, it makes, and Varmints is great because they make it um, fun for adults too. And so there's, I don't know. That's like one that's nice. You can listen with your kids. There's sometimes they get into reproduction and stuff, but they give you a little bit oh, of a warning gosh. if you don't want to hear that, you know, that week or whatever. But yeah, that's a, it's a great one for families, for anyone. Oh, okay. Varmints. Well, I was going to ask you when you first started, it, you started off with the bang with the Kaylee Anthony case. I, um, I loved it when I talked to podcasters, I love to go back and listen to their first podcast. So what made you decide to start with that? And I've loved, I loved that one, by the way. I loved it. It was a two-parter. I loved the tone of it. You guys like started off really strong. What, what made you decide to like, okay, we're going to go with like a, like a local, a, a local murder, I guess, local, local to Florida. That might have been one of the first ones we talked about when we both realized, you know, we were into true crime, if I remember correctly, Mandy. And it's local to us, so it was huge. I remember when it was going on, like when they were looking for her, I was pregnant with my oldest. So I just remember kind of realizing like as a new mom that this kind of thing even happened. And so, you know, you just from living here, you know, somebody, Cindy Anthony came to my job one time whenever I worked for a medical office. So you have all these weird connections because it's local. So that kind of, that's like the only kid one we've ever done. And um, that's the one we started off with. 
Mm. Yeah, I guess now that I'm remembering, she did like claim she worked at Universal Studios and you guys are in the Orlando area. So mm. that makes sense. That was, I was laughing about you describing, because I was just listening to this like an hour ago, I, you, you describing how on the ID channel, um, you know, the the story that they did and they were showing her walking down the halls like, oh, hey, so-and-so and hey, so-and-so. And this is where my locker is. And um, oh, yeah, that's where I use the bathroom. That's the break room. And then five minutes later, she's like, never mind. I don't work here. Yeah. <laughs> it's truly bizarre. Like what a like that's the least of her problems <laughs> is saying with it she you know falsifying where she worked is the least of her worries and she's keeping right. up the charade that just shows where her mind was. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash Spotify. Okay. All right. So being friends and you sit down to tell a story. So if I'm sitting down, for example, with my friend Ingrid or my friend Mary, these are like really good friends. If I start to tell one of them a story within 11 seconds, they've interrupted me. They've asked me six questions. We've gone off on a tangent about like, did you try this like sugar-free ketchup? We have, you know, so how as two friends do you manage to stay on track? Because you do, you stay on track pretty good. I mean, like not the whole time because it is fun to hear the the sidebars, but how do you manage to really, really stay on track being two close friends? You read a lot of reviews <laughs> that say you go off on too many tangents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Um, in the beginning, I feel like in the early days, we did a lot more just talking off the cuff. But then like Melissa said, you know, you start getting reviews that some people just aren't really into it. But we felt like that was kind of a big element of our show. And that was kind of, you know, the point of it. But um, so we've kind of reined it in a little bit, I think. And then as we've gone along and as I've been writing, you know, these episodes, I've changed the way that I do our notes a few times and kind of try to figure out what works best. But I think as far as like staying on track, it's really just about sticking to what is in front of us on paper and not trying to just go off and start talking, um, which we still do occasionally. But um we try to keep it a little bit less just by like having good detailed notes and a place to go when you start rambling and you need to get back to the story, you can just look at it and say, okay, that's where I am. So I feel like that's been kind of the way that we've done things. Um, I like going off on tangents though. So I could never get rid of them completely. Well, I I think that's what makes it fun too, right? I mean, the funniest thing is if you guys listen to um, my favorite murder and Karen and Georgia do that a lot, they'll be like, excuse me, sidebar. Sidebar, and then the we know they have labeled some of their um, episodes like Sidebar Nation because the whole episode is just wait, I have a sidebar. You know, that's nothing to do with what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, the topic is hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, talking about true crime and then these murders. So if there wasn't levity, like when we first started it, I don't think we ever planned to really go off. It's just kind of what happened. I think we've always. Or at least whenever I like imagined it in my head, it was just kind of like what I had heard before, which is just scripted. You just go through it. There's not really opinions. And then we just kind of went off. And then that just kind of became our thing. And that's what makes it enjoyable to me. Like if we just were reading script just for my brain, it 
I wouldn't find that enjoyable at all. That's just not, I'm, I have a lot going on in my head all the time. And so (laughs) I need to be able to express it. And so, um, I don't know, it works for us. We try to rein it in, but I feel like it works for us. It it does. And I think that's kind of attributes to why your podcast is so popular and resonates with people, especially because you're listening to it and you could tell you guys are actually friends and you, you know, you could tell that you're actually reading a story because not many people can just like go off the top of their head every single week. So, but you do have to say like, you know, now hold on. Now, why do you think that, you know, for the Kaylee Anthony stuff, like you have to bring in some levity about how some of the stuff she did was so stupid. And and one of you said, about uh, her tattoo that said, you know, perf- what did it say? Beautiful life or? Yeah, I think so. And one of you were saying, oh, my husband got a Chinese tattoo and the words were not what he thought. Mm, mine. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. did it say? He thought it said strong, but it said. Yeah, he thought it said faith, hope, and strength. Faith. Yeah, I think faith, hope, and strength. <laughs> and it says faith, hope, and very strong. <laughs> <laughs> which is a whole different meaning. I love that. I think that's yeah. great. So how did you guys um, originate the idea to do the last thing before we go segment when the listeners get to ask you questions? <laughs> I think that was Melissa's brainchild. Um, Melissa has always been really good about trying to find little fun things to add in. And so we do last thing before we go at the end. And then we also do a segment now in the beginning of the show called We Googled This City. And it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, Melissa Googles the city and makes you know jokes. And I don't even know what it's going to be until after I hear it whenever she's saying it to me while we're recording. So she gets some reactions out of me sometimes. So that's fun. But um, I think really, we just try to keep it, you know, when we started finding out that a lot of people did really like the banter and the chit chat, um, we were like, well, maybe this will be a fun thing to do for that crowd who likes it. We can talk about, you know, just ourselves and regular stuff at the end of the show. And um, that's honestly come to be one of my favorite parts of doing the show. I love doing the last thing before we go. I love seeing the questions that people send in. Um, People send in some really interesting questions and some that I'm like, I don't know why you'd want to know this about us, but you know, we try to answer as many as we can anyway. Do you, um, do you tell the other one what the question is going to be first? Cause it seems like the element of surprise could be a good or a bad thing in that scenario. Sometimes, uh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. I try to just pull them because we get a lot of them from our Facebook group. So I try to go in there. I have a whole master post for that so people can post on there and I can find it easily. So I try to pull off of there. And sometimes I will tell her ahead of time, like, this is the ones I chose. Or sometimes she'll pick some. And then sometimes, no, sometimes it's just a surprise if one of us does it and the other one doesn't get a chance to go look at it. Um, and those are always fun when you have to come up with an answer, like, off you know the top of your head or something. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that it's it helps your listeners get to know you better. And again, I think that's another reason why you guys are so, you know, relatable. I mean, you guys have a similar sense of humor, but what is the biggest difference in in the two of you as far as like your, you know, your personal, you know, lifestyle? Like, you know, I could say like my friend, you know, Mary is this and I'm that. You know, what what would you say is the biggest difference? I'm waiting for Mandy's answer on this. <laughs> I was totally going to let you take this one. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'd like to hear what you think. <laughs> Are we being pitted against each other? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. 
<laughs> no, um, I think Melissa and I are very, very similar with our sense of humor and everything. But then I think we are really, really different um, just in a lot of ways, but in ways that work for us as friends. Um, I think we balance each other out quite a bit. I'm a lot more feisty and like ready to just take care of things like right away. Melissa is more of like, okay, Mandy, let's just take this all in. Maybe we should ask a third person, you know, like we should get, you know, all these things under control. And so she kind of keeps it. Um, she kind of keeps things from going off the rails in our, in everything in my life, in her own life. She's just (laughs) great, but I'm the one who's more impulsive and I'm just kind of more like, okay, we'll do, you know, I'll just take care of this right away right now. And, you know, she kind of is the one who's like, just, you know, calm down for a little bit, but it's kind of like that really across the board with our whole friendship. I feel like I'm just more of the, you know, kind of on the wild side and Melissa is more calm and it works. It works well. (laughs) What she means to say is I'm, yeah, I'm more boring is what she meant to say. No, Mandy, (laughs) Mandy is more, um, I, I don't know. (laughs) I had a few seconds to think about it, but I was taking in all the compliments. So now I forgot. Um, (laughs) No, I think what Mandy said is exactly right. Like, it's good because if she wasn't there to kind of push me, um, basically what I'm trying to say is if an email comes through and it's feisty, which we've gotten before, I will want to write them and apologize. And Mandy says, let's think about this and let's word it in a way that, you know, is like, you can't talk to us like that. This isn't making sense. But really what I'm saying is I won't stand up for myself, but I can stand up for Mandy. So if I feel like it's for our show, I can do it. But if it was just me by myself, I'd be like, just back up your car, run right over me. It's totally fine. So I feel like you have to have that like yin and yang. And um, yeah, I like in my blood pressure is like 12 over five. It's just very low all the time. I'm very, very calm. Um, Mandy's a little more fired up, but it's a good, like in a good way. I mean, not. Well, you, I don't know. you said that when you wanted to start a podcast, you thought, who's my friend that'll be up for anything? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's good. You do have to have a friend like that. And she needs to have a friend like you that's more of the calming voice. Which is crazy. My family would never say I'm calm. So just imagine <laughs> how wound up Mandy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. We're going to take another quick break. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. Okay, so now we come to the time in the podcast where I ask you about podcasts that you like. Now, we've already talked about Critter Corner, which is Varmints. 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 Okay, so that's a that's a family podcast. We won't say children's. And so besides that one, um, what do you have any adult ones you can recommend? Um, 
Yeah, I've got a ton. So I'm going to try and do my list fast. A date with Dateline. Have you heard of a date with Dateline? (gasps) Yes, I have. I love that one. I'm obsessed with Kimberly and Katie. They're my favorites. Um, They're so funny and they recap Dateline episodes, but like with Joan Rivers Fashion Police and (laughs) E-Roll Bonanza and just in a light way. I love it. Um, Another one I love is the first one I ever listened to. I don't know how long you've been listening to podcasts, but this one's like been out for a while. Comedy Bang Bang. Uh huh. Yes, I've heard. I've not listened to it, it, but I've heard of it. Nobody's heard of it unless like a very specific group of people who are basically garbage people like me have heard of it. Um, But Comedy Bang Bang, super super funny. Um, Signcast. If you're a Seinfeld fan, that's one of the ones I was trying to get my husband to listen to. It's so good, and their friendship I love, and like I painted our whole house listening to that. Just like it just brought me so much cheer. Whenever I'm down, I listen to that. Mandy, do you want to do any? Because I have a ton, but I don't want to take up all the time. Yeah. No, you. <laughs> I was just enjoying your voice, Melissa. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I like – we both listen to, I think, pretty much the same podcast. So probably I have the same ones that Melissa has on her list. But um, we also really love The Fall Line. I don't know if you've heard of that yes. one. It's also in the true crime – um, space. And it's really about bringing awareness to some important kind of forgotten cases. Uh, Laura Norton, who does the show is from Atlanta. She does it with her friend, Brooke, and, um, they both live in the Atlanta area. So their first two seasons were, um, Atlanta cases that are really important to get the word out about. It's definitely not like our show. It's a lot more serious and heavy, um, the content, but I love listening to it. It's an amazing show. And then we also love pretend radio, which I think Javier was on your show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We are huge, um, huge pod friends with Javier. He's been really like stuck by our side since day one. He's always been really, really supportive and we just love his show and what he does. Ooh. I won't say too much about that since you've had him on your show already. So your listeners already know who that is. Yeah. He's great. Um, he's, he's so nice. Yeah. He's okay. And then, yeah, <laughs> he's a great guy. He is. He is. Keep keep going. This is great. Going. This is oh oh sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Melissa. Okay, next one. <laughs> reality TV. It's Jody recapping reality shows, and she does some of the stuff from Bravo, but like Ninety Day Fiance, all of that. So I'm super obsessed with her. Love her. Love her show. One I just found out about that I'm super excited about. It's called Good One. And it's a podcast about jokes. So they talk to comedians and they kind of break down their joke. So um, one I listened to today was about Ray Romano uh-huh. and his new Netflix special. They took like a five-minute segment and kind of broke down how he came up with that joke. And I'm just fascinated by that sort of thing. Ooh. And so that's like my new my new favorite one. I would love that. Did you ever see that um, there was a um, – a documentary about Jerry Seinfeld, maybe like 10 years ago. It was a while mm-hmm. ago. And it was just called Comedian, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. That reminds me of that, like th- the whole way that you can craft a joke and work on it. I would I would love that. Good one. It's really, really good. There, I mean, there's. I think it's been around for like two years, so I just found it. And so now I have like a whole back catalog, which is super exciting for me. Yeah, and very and then, um Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I... I for what we do, I like to listen to a lot of lighter things. It helps my brain. Not that I don't listen to other true crime stuff, but um, I have to have a balance for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Mandy, your turn. Okay. Um, another one that I love is Minds of Madness. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that one. I have not. 
Tell me. Oh, it's so good. You'll have to check it out. It's another one that's very serious, but they try to do a more in-depth look at the at the killer in some of these cases. And um, it's so well-produced, very well done. Um, the, the host and his wife, um, they kind of tag team different things about the show. He narrates the show. She does a lot of the, you know, behind the scenes work and helps research and write and everything. Um, and it's just really very well put together. We just love them. They've also been friends with our show for a very long time. So we love to support them whenever we can. Okay, good. All right. I've got some really good, the fall line, I'll tell you about that. I think you're maybe the third person that's come on this podcast to recommend them. And I had also heard of them and they're on my you know list. I did a subscribe. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen, but I know that they just signed with the Exactly Right Podcast yeah. Network, Karen in yeah. Georgia. So I was like, all right, if, if they think it's good and now all these people have said it's good, obviously I need to check that one out. It, you know, it's one of those ones that keeps coming back up. Right. Um, and date with Dateline comes up a lot too. And I'm like, okay, what I need to, but I do this so much for this podcast that sometimes when I have like a week, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back and catch up on all these ones people recommended to me. So, oh, can I give you one last one? Because oh, I please. Yeah, please. So sad if I don't. People are wild. It is a podcast by a, a traveling ER nurse, Kim. And so it's a bunch of these stories that happen in the ER and just craziness that you don't even think goes on in there. She just does a really good job. She's super, super, super funny. And um, so there's lots of pop culture references in her stories and stuff. And we love her. We we actually got to meet her in person this past week. So we would be really big jerks if we didn't mention that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounds good. My brother-in-law this past weekend is a, a doctor and he was asking me for recommendations. I was like, well, what about Dr. Death? He's like, duh, everybody's listened to that. <laughs> um, I was like, well, let me, let me come up with another medical one that you might be interested in. So people are wild. He would like that. Yeah, it's great. All right. Do you have any other ones before we finish? This is my, uh, what do you recommend segment? <laughs> Why don't we just say that we were cut short for time? So if we forgot anybody, we oh. don't have to feel bad about it. <laughs> oh yeah. We have to go right away then. Thank you so yeah. much. Sorry. I have a longer list, but we're just never going to be able to get to it. <laughs> um, listen, I want to thank you guys so much for doing this. I'm going to be recording another episode with you guys for my uh, up and coming Patreon. So people could be on the lookout for that. But tell people where they can find out more about Moms and Murder and about you guys and your social media and all that stuff. Our website is momsandmurder.com. And we have links on there to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Twitter is Moms and Murder Pod. Mandy, do you remember these? You I have think, to have like a slightly different name on all of them and it's Yeah. Annoying. Yeah, no. Twitter is just at Moms and Murder and I think Instagram is too. I know uh Facebook, it's facebook.com oh, yeah. slash moms and red rum because you cannot have the word murder in a Facebook URL. So we had to reverse that. But I think that's the only one that's different. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all righty. Well, thank you guys. And um, for my listeners, I would like to remind you that I'm on social media at Pain in the Pod, P A Y N E, Pain in the Pod, just like it says. And if you want to leave me a five star review, I would appreciate that because I'm not really sure why, but it really helps um, numbers and <laughs> ratings and ads and all that. And that's what I'm told. So thank you guys in advance for any love you can give me. And thank you to Melissa and Mandy. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.